Hey, what is up, you guys? This is Vivian. Welcome back to the Be The Light Academy podcast. So today's episode, we are going to talk about all the crazy, intense things (laughs) that have happened since I made the last episode. Um, Wow. I mean, guys, the universe is abundant with possibilities. The universe is a creative force. The universe also is very surprising. And I feel like I had one of those weeks where I was very surprised by the universe. I was very, um, very excited with how things manifested. I felt very connected to source energy. And in a way where it was just amazing to me. If anything, the last two months, they've been my most challenging. Um, This has been the most challenging time I've been through probably in like six, seven years. I have not gone through something as challenging as I have within this moment in time in a long time. But I realized going through this challenging time that I have become so much stronger within myself. I have so much more faith. I... Am so much more healed. And I feel like a part of the blessing of going through what has been happening in my present moment is to be able to show me just how much growth I have gone through and I have had over the course of, you know, like I said, really 10 years, you know, you guys. Um, but especially the last six to seven. So I guess we'll just get like right into kind of the <laughs> the craziness of my last week, week and a half. I guess just to address it, I have continued to online date. Um, I have actually been out with a couple of the men that I have been talking to, which is super exciting. And it's been fun. I have really just been enjoying myself, um, getting to know people, getting to have new experiences, getting to be in the presence of really, you know, masculine energy that is healed, masculine energy that is strong within within itself, um, sure of itself, you know, c- content masculine energy. And that's been really nice. And I've just been really enjoying more than anything, just meeting new people. Um, I didn't think I would really enjoy that as much as I have, but I have. Like even, even, um, even if I know from an intuitive space that something with someone who I've gone out with isn't necessarily going to go anywhere, it's just kind of been fun to explore and put myself out there and talk to people. It's just been fun, you know, like that. And I think that I find that really actually very fulfilling and very rewarding. So I've been enjoying myself and and I've been allowing to and I've been allowing for myself to just enjoy the experience and not judge it and just, you know, keep moving forward with it, um, keeping an open mind, that sort of thing. And uh, just realizing that. For me right now, I'm not necessarily looking for a relationship, you know, especially just having gotten out of one. So the blessing of being pushed, you know, to date and put myself out there 
what I've realized is that it doesn't just have to be for like long-term commitment. It can just be for fun and it can be a, a means in which you can enjoy yourself and express yourself. And the things that I've really been enjoying expressing, you know, to these men is, is my femininity, you know, it, it's my emotional self. It's my attractiveness, you know, it's my sexual and sensual energy too. So all of those things that I value within me, I've been able to express, you know, as I go out with these different men. Um, and it's just been really fun, like I said, and, and very lighthearted, you guys. Um, the dates that I have been on, like nothing have nothing's been like crazy serious. There is definitely one man in particular that I am pretty interested in. Um, but at the same time, the messages that I've been receiving, you know, from my guidance team and, you know, my higher self is just take it one day at a time. Just let it go where it's going to go, you know? Um, and I'm just letting it go where it's going to go. <laughs> so I've been having fun. You know, that's pretty much it on that and on uh, that end of things. But other really exciting things have come into my life. I just, even just a sense of freedom has been just so amazing, you guys. Like I have been able to just fully be present within my now moment where I can enjoy it. I can have fun. I can laugh. I can, you know, see the beauty of the now moment. I can enjoy myself in the now moment. My head isn't in the future. My head isn't in the past. My head is literally just right here, right now. I'm right here. This is where my focus and attention is at. And I have really been enjoying that. Um, because it's been a really long time, you guys, since I have not been focused on um, the future or the past, right? I've been focused on the past because of healing. You know, you, ha you have to look at the past in order to heal it. I've been focused on the future because of manifesting, you know, visualizing, putting my intention out there. And because I've done, you know, both of those works on myself and for myself, it's like now I can just let go. Like I can be in a period of more receiving rather than creating, right? And obviously we're always creating in every moment that we have. We're always creating a new experience. We're always manifesting a new, um, you know, a, a new type of experience. But there's also moments on the manifesting path and journey where you are just living within your now moment. You can let go. Things are, you know, intuitively that things are being set in motion and you just, you know, you don't have to worry about it. You're just going with the flow. And that has really been what my experience has felt like. And it's wonderful. Like, like despite all the challenging stuff, I have like had the most fun that I have probably had in years the last few weeks. I've laughed a lot. I've made some amazing new connections in my life. The connections that already exist in my life have strengthened. You know, it's just been really vibrant. If I could give it a word, yeah, I would call this phase of my journey vibrant. <laughs> um, and honestly, very much full of possibility and blessings. And 
enjoyment, just having fun, you know? So I've been, you know, feeling good. And I think because of that, that's what, that's how the next thing that we're going to talk about for the bulk of this episode manifested. Um, Because I was able to have a really big breakthrough with my partner, even just within a couple of weeks, right? I was able to have a super big breakthrough with him. um, And I know from an intuitive space that this is kind of like the beginning of his healing journey, his conscious healing journey. So yeah, let's just get right into it. Let's just talk about it. So as I said, I have really just been living my life, enjoying myself, very much focused on me, uh, more so than I ever have been. And prior to talking to my Divine Masculine, I had not really been sending him any energy Um, And not like purposely, it was with a little bit intention, but not because I'm like withholding my energy from him or anything. It was just, I was receiving messages of like, it's time to pull back your energy from him. Because one, he's misusing it. And two, um, just bring it back and focus on you and focus on your intention. He doesn't know what to do right now with it anyways. He isn't using it properly anyways. He isn't treating it right anyways. So just pull it back and, you know, put it fully on you. So I did that, you know, gradually. I kind of did visualizations where um, I called back my energy. So I imagined my energy specifically attached to him you know, kind of in fragments coming back to me. And when my energy hits me, it turns into white light, you know, and it it becomes a part of me again. So my energy isn't um, scattered and attached to him. So it was a big exercise in detachment. Um, And and I did, I've had to do that really since I had um, my first big conversation with him. I had to call my energy back to me, you know, and it's not taking it away from him. It's just reclaiming it. Okay. Like, Hey, that's my energy. You're not really doing anything great with it right now besides hoarding it. So I'm going to take it back. Um, (laughs) you know, and I think he needs to feel that he needs to feel me moving forward no matter what. You know, I'm not staying in the past with you. I'm going to move forward and be in my present moment so that I can create a better future for myself in the now by focusing on me and having my energy for myself. So I had started to do that and um, I did feel intuitively a shift between me and him. I could feel him start to get really anxious. I could feel him start to feel me pulling back, pulling away, reclaiming my energy, you know, for higher terms. I was going out. I was seeing men. I was sharing my energy with other people, other people who are, and this is, you know, going to sound kind of harsh, but, you know, more worth my energy Um, because he is not at the present moment. And that's not me being like, he doesn't deserve my energy. You know, that's not like me being hostile that that's just the truth. Like, 
you don't really deserve to have a part of my energy right now because you're not doing higher vibrational things for you, yourself, or me, or anything. So I'm just going to reclaim that energy and put it, focus it on something else. Um, and it's not just with people. It's not just with dating. You know, it's also with other some other projects that I have, you know, for myself and manifestations that I want to create, such as, you know, creating a new living space, which is happening, you know, creating a job or a position within my job that I really enjoy, enjoying that process, um, you know, enjoying a better financial standing. Um, also been putting it into my, you know, my intuitive services. So my Learn the Light Academy and my Be the Light Academy page. Um, we reached 10,000 subscribers on my Learn the Light Academy page. I think a big part of that was because I reclaimed my energy and I was like, this fragment is going to my Learn Light Academy YouTube channel, you know, my pick a card reading channel, and it's going to my Be The Light Academy services as well. And I saw like a huge, huge spike in my subscriber count. So I could tell it was working because it was like, okay, like I, you know, I gave some of my focused intent and energy onto that, you know, and that's something that I care about and I want to see succeed, you know, and it's been succeeding a little better than it has um, in the recent past. So that's been pretty cool too. Um, and I've been excited to actually do the pick a card readings and actually make content for that channel because for a while I just didn't have the energy, you know, to really put in effort into creating content that I knew my audience would find helpful, you know, or people coming across my videos would find helpful, entertaining, so on and so forth. And I didn't know how or why I wasn't able to give it, you know, full of my, you know, some of my energy, uh, more of my energy rather. And I think part of it was because, again, you know, when you share energy with a highly energetic partner, you know, a twin flame, divine masculine, feminine, whatever you want to call it, a specific person or a spiritual connection, a lot of your energy goes to that person and it's unknowing to you. And a lot of times within highly energetic partnerships, energy will flow. So it's flowing between the two parties. But what I have found, you know, with years of doing my work is that Sometimes if one partner is in a lower vibrational, you know, more lower vibrational state than the other, then that partner that is lower vibrational at the present moment will, will kind of hoard the other partner who's usually in a higher vibrational state that they will hoard their higher vibrational energy because it's healing, you know, it's healing and they want a piece of that light, right? So, and, and, and people, or souls rather, are, it's not an intentional thing, you know? It's not like your person is sitting there and being like, I'm going to hoard this person's really good energy. Um, how it usually manifests is that the person who's lower vibrational will kind of be obsessively thinking about the person. They'll be anxious. They'll be worried about the situation with the person. Um, sometimes they just might be anxious and worried, angry, upset, fearful about their own situation in life. And, you know, thoughts of their divine counterpart 
um, you know, it, it uplifts them, you know, feelings towards their divine counterpart often uplifts them and often makes them feel stronger within themselves. And, you know, they, they start feeling a little bit better. So that is how that hoarding of the energy happens. And my divine masculine was very much so doing that with my energy. So that's why it was so important for me to reclaim it. And then, um, you know, associate it with other aspects, manifestations, uh, you know, that I'm looking to create and put intention towards because that energy is now um, directed and, and claimed to something else. So as that shift was happening, I could also feel my divine masculine starting to get very anxious, very upset, feeling very out of control, essentially. And Part of that is just kind of karma, you know, um, you get what you give type thing. So, so part of it was karma because it, again, it's like, I'm not going to stay stuck with you. I'm not going to stay with you energetically even one, because you have no space for me in your life at the present moment Two, it's not healthy for me to stay where you're at. You know, I have a life. I, I have my own set of goals and I, and you know, and I want to put focused energy and intention towards them. You know, it, it's kind of like that notion of like, just because you stop living doesn't mean that I stop living, you know, and that's the truth. My divine masculine is stuck right now, or he was because now he's moving forward. Thank God. But, um, you know, I, I didn't want to be stuck with him. Um, and, 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 uh, I don't want to be stop and go either. <laughs> so I've, you know, been very wary of that, but anyways, he was feeling that. And one night I was sitting and I was talking to one of my really good friends, just kind of about all the exciting things actually that had happened in my experience. Um, and all of a sudden on a social media app that I have, um, my divine masculine on it's snapchat just so you guys know so dumb snapchat is so dumb it's dumb but it's also my favorite <laughs> why i don't know it's so childish though but i really like snapchat i like to post especially i draw and i paint um and i take photography and i like to post a lot of what i you know do up on there um Anyways, so I could tell though, he had started while I was talking to my friend, I literally, we were talking about, um, this one guy who I have been really connecting with and, you know, I was excited to be connecting with him. But as I was talking about him, I could tell my divine masculine, he started to like type something. And I was like, that's weird. And I was like, well, you know, maybe he's going to send me a message or something. I had kind of been feeling that. Um, but I was like, it'll happen when it happens, you know, <laughs> happens when it happens, but he never sent anything. So an hour later, I'm still on the phone with my, with my friend. Cause you know, I'm, we're, we're chatting and we're catching up and talking about all the exciting things. And, um, she had started recently kind of talking to someone too. So she was filling me in on that stuff. You know, it's just two friends kind of talking and gossiping that sort of thing. And, um, she had mentioned, she was like, Hey, did he, did he end up messaging you back? And I was like, well, I didn't get a notification, but let me go check. You know, maybe it just didn't go through. 
So I opened the app and I was like, no, he didn't message me back, but I think he, I think he unadded me, like he unfollowed me. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. So I got off the phone with her and I was like, this is interesting. Okay. It kind of feels, it feels like he did it out of fear. It feels like he did it out of control. So what I ended up doing is I was like, well, I'm going to channel some messages because I want to handle the situation right. And I could tell that he had, even though he had unfollowed me, he had left it so that I could still send him messages, essentially. Um, So I was like, well, let me see if I need to contact him first, because I don't want to contact him if it just, if it's not going to help the situation. I don't want to play into his weird control games. I don't want to... Um, be a part of his lower vibrational actions. You know, I don't want to be a part of that. So I had channeled messages and, and my and my guidance was to, yes, send him a message back. Um, and essentially what they had me send him back is like, hey, what's up? I saw you unfollowed me. You know, is there something wrong? You know, what's wrong? Um, And the other thing that they had me put is we can still have a connection. We can still be friends. You know, it makes me upset that you would choose to take that action, you know, and the action was anatomy. So I sent it, you know, because I was like, okay, they said to do it. So I'm doing it. And I sent it to him. So then... Um, I didn't hear from him for about a day, you know, and I was like, well, maybe I'm just not going to hear from him, but I'm not going to worry about it. And that was the thing. I was like, the universe is full of infinite possibilities. Who cares if he doesn't have me on Snapchat, you know, And, and we've been in this situation before where we don't have each other on social media and we still get in touch with each other anyways, whether it's bumping into each other him, him finding me and re-adding me on social media, him sending me a text message, him talking to a mutual friend and it getting back around to me. Like, like the universe is infinite and it's, and it's, you know, has endless possibilities. And a lot of my clients will tell me, oh my God, they unadded me, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, and I always say, even if their person is like, you know, countries away from them, I'm like, it doesn't matter. One, social media is amazing. They can find you if they want to find you. You know, <laughs> like it's not it's not a death sentence. And I know it feels like one in the moment, you guys. I really do. Like I'm not downplaying that. Like the first time um, I had experienced this, which was many years ago, you know, where I was kind of like blocked out by my partner you know, by my divine masculine, it was really earth shattering and terrifying. And I was very afraid because I didn't know how he was going to get in contact with me. And once I let that go, he just, he just added me back, you know, like it, it was just that type of thing. It, it's really nothing to worry about, but it is scary the first time you go through it. But because I had gone through that experience before, I was just kind of like, whatever, it'll be fine. Um, And if he doesn't answer my message back, that will be fine too. So I sent him that message and um, yeah, it was about a day and a half later, 
he messaged me back and, um, and he was like, I'm sorry. I just didn't feel it was fair to my girlfriend. Um, your friendship means a lot to me. I'll be praying for you and your family. And he left it at that. And that you guys, that is when I, I myself got a little bit triggered because I was like, no, he just, he just totally disrespected me. Uh, you know, he just totally undermined, um, undermined me, which is not okay. You know, I'm like, he's not going to do that. He's not going to say out of respect for my girlfriend and then disrespect me. I don't deserve that treatment. So I had a very high value empowered moment um and i sent him back a a um very kind of raw and vulnerable message where you know i kind of called him out you guys <laughs> and i was and in that moment i was unafraid like i was like this is this is ridiculous like now i'm done <laughs> and i didn't yell at him and i wasn't mad or mean to him I was just like, I understand you're doing it out of respect for your girlfriend, but I don't deserve this treatment, you know? And I asked him, why do you feel so threatened by me? Why do you act like I'm a homewrecker? Who has a problem with me? Is it you? Is it your girlfriend? Someone has a problem with me, but I don't have a problem with either of you, you know? And then I further went into... You know, what What you have told me about God has had me thinking about what I know about God. And this is where our conversation became very, 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 very important for not only his journey, but my journey and really for our collective journey. And I, um, and I told him, I want to tell you what I, what I know about God from years of healing, of pain and loss and going through the process of strengthening myself, you know? And I told him what I know, you know, I told him, you are God. You knowing yourself, that is God. You being able to heal and forgive yourself, that is God. That is the expression of God within you. And you cannot find God through something or someone else, through a religion, through a girlfriend. You cannot find that. You can't find it. You cannot find God through those modes. You can only find God through yourself, through you. And I called him out, you guys. <laughs> like I told him, like, you have a lot to learn from life. I literally told him that. I was like, you, I know you don't mean to hurt me, but you have got a lot to learn from life. And it is very, very clear in this present moment. And I told him, I will pray for you just as you are praying for me. But I pray to myself as I pray for you because I know that God, any God comes from within. I called him out, you guys, <laughs> and um, I sent it, not expecting to hear back from him at all, 
because I was like, I call him out on his shit, <laughs> you know, because this is the thing. He doesn't know God. I have spent my whole life, you know, even beyond, even beyond doing my intuitive work. I have spent my whole life trying to understand God, trying to gain God's forgiveness, trying to work with God, trying to understand that type of source, trying to have faith in it. You know, I have had wounds <laughs> that have made me go and do that, you know, that have made me do that journey. And I was not going to be told by him, even have the eluded fact that I don't know God because, baby, all I know is God, <laughs> you know, like that's been a part of my path, you know, and I don't and I don't say that to be cocky like that has been my journey in life, you know, and I was looking at my entire life, you know, even back to when I was a child, you know, I grew up in a dysfunctional home and family. I grew up where my parents were very much emotionally and mentally abusive towards each other. Um, you know, my mother left when I was, you know, 15. That was really traumatizing. Uh, you know, I had abandonment issues. I tried to, you know, commit suicide because of that. I spent a lot of my 20s or a lot of my late teens and early 20s drinking. You know, like my whole life through that, like through that through those challenges, I was trying to find God. I was trying to find my relationship with God, whether I called it that or not. And I didn't, but I did. I, and I told my divine masculine that too. I was like, I have cried out to God. I have prayed to God. I have asked him to save me. I have, I've been on my knees. There have been moments of my life where I have been on my literal knees, crying, praying, wishing for forgiveness. And it took me years to realize it doesn't exist outside of me. It exists within me. And that is God. That expression is God. And that is what my divine masculine is looking for. And that is what I told him. So... Like I said, I, I had work. <laughs> I was teaching an evening class. So I had work. I had to go to work. Um, and I didn't look at my phone. I just got in my car. I actually felt really good about myself because there was a part of me where I was like, you know what, like, fuck this. Like, this is, like, this is dumb. You know, like, he's being totally insecure, worthless, not... He does not deserve my time, my energy, my anything. But I hope when he reads that, he knows it's the truth. So when I got to work, I looked at my phone. He had re-added me on this dumb app. And he had sent me this huge message where he was like, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. He was like, I... I've never, like, and, and here's the thing, you guys, he started to, like, confess things to me that I have always intuitively known, but I have never, like, we have never had conversations, direct conversations about them. And this is how I know that this is the beginning of his healing, 
this is it. Like, this is the beginning of his ascension, you guys. Like, this is literally it. Like, his house of cards just got blown away. His ivory tower came crashing down. Someone threw a brick at his glass house because it's like, you know, I mean, this is the most truthful, the most honest out of the six years, six, seven years that he's been really active within my life. This is the most honest we have ever been. Um, you know, and he told me, I've never been with someone who's secure. You know, I've been with people who try to control me and therefore I try to control other people. He's like, and I have tried to control you. He's like, I always try to control you because I don't understand you. I don't understand us. <laughs> he was like, um, I'm sorry. And he just kept saying, I'm so sorry. He's like, I don't know anything about life, <laughs> like, which it was that kind of made me sad because I was like, you do know things about life. You just don't apply them. And then he told me, I've, I've been trying to find God and I've, I found Jesus and, you know, that bullshit. Um, but I let him say it because it's like, whatever, this is his process of finding the actual version of that. Um, and, uh, and he was like, I feel like God is punishing me. He's like, I feel like I'm being punished by God for how I treated you. And he was like, I can't eat. I can't sleep. I cannot stop thinking about you. And I wanted to get rid of you because I can't stop thinking about you. And I don't want to see you live your life without me. <laughs> like it was like, and he was like, please forgive me. And I mean, guys, when I read that one, I was like, whoa, that's a lot. Um, even for me to process, I was like, oh my God, I just, because here's the thing, you guys, I can't help him. I can give him the guidance that I know. I can trust in him that he's going to do, do the right thing. But I, but I can't do that work for him, right? Like I can't do his healing for him. And I, and, and to be honest, I don't want to, I'm healed enough where I don't want to do that healing for him. I'm healed enough where if this means him leaving my life forever, I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that because I love myself and I love my life and I love my experience and I love him. You know, it's like that old saying, you know, if you love them, set them free. You know, like if you love them, set them free. And if they come back, great. Um, and I and I know from an intuitive space that he is coming back. So that's why I think I just took the unadding me so casually. But at the same time, the things that he has said to me, it's like, no, you are wrong. In this instance, you're wrong. What you think God is, is wrong. I didn't tell him that. But he will learn, you know, um, and I feel a little bit triggered saying that because I don't believe anybody's wrong, you guys. Um, and I think that's because I've done years of intuitive work, working with people, doing healing work. You know, I am one of those firm believers where it's like everybody has their level of um, understanding of consciousness. But the problem is with my divine masculine is that's not your level. Why are you demeaning your true level of your knowings? You know, he knows what I know. 
he's just bought into something because it's easier for a god who who is perceived as some puppet master in the sky to take responsibility instead of you taking your own responsibility. I'll just blame it on God because God is the one making my choices. God is the one who punishes me and blesses me. And it's like, no, no, you work with that energy. You are not its puppet. It's that's not your master. Okay. That's like your sidekick, you know, like source energy is your sidekick. Source energy is like that friend who you text and you're like, hey, I was thinking about doing this thing. And that friend texts you back and go, yeah, I think that's a bad idea. Or, you know, that's a really good idea. You should go for it. Like that is God, you know, <laughs> like that's it. Um, it's you. It's, it's you, you as an expression of source, the divine. It's within you. So when I read his message, I sent back another one where I was like, you can have my forgiveness, but it will not help you. You need to learn how to forgive yourself. That's God. God is you learning how to forgive yourself, learning how to heal your wounds. I told him learning how to literally live your truth that means walking away from certain people behaviors beliefs attitudes you have to do it though i can't do it for you and i told him go learn it go learn it for yourself and the final thing i you know ended with was i live my life through god I live my life through God. I've learned to do that. And maybe it looks different than the way you express it, but it's all the same. It's truth either which way. And I knew that resonated with him. And I knew he felt bad, and I knew he felt embarrassed, and I knew he felt totally, utterly destroyed and upset. And I know, and I know that he loves me and I know that he wanted to push me away because he's scared because if he's looking at me, then he has to look at his poor choices. His poor choices are addiction, being with someone who he doesn't love, listening to negative influences, being someone who he is not, putting his faith in false idols, not taking responsibility not forgiving himself, not healing his wounds, not letting them go, being afraid of them, you know, betraying, betraying himself, you guys, like he has betrayed himself, you know, he's disappointed me, but that is nothing compared to what he's done. He's betrayed himself. And that's why he feels God is punishing him. But I also told him that God doesn't punish you. You punish yourself. God does not punish you. You punish yourself. I told him true divinity does not punish you. It works with you. It heals you. It will bring you what you need in terms of lessons. It will never bring you what you want. It'll bring you what you need. You know, and that's the truth. It brings you what you need so that then you can experience what you want.
<laughs> like that's the divine, that's God. That is truth. It brings you what you need so that you can experience what you want. That is truth. And I also told him too, you may say, you may not say it, but God has brought you to me and I have, you know, been brought to you and you've been brought to me. We have chosen this. We've chosen this lesson. It's our lesson. We need it. You know, our, our divinity chose to learn with each other. And that's the truth, you know. And uh, he understood it. And, it. and it was very freeing for me to tell him that. And I love my divine masculine. And I also kept reiterating to him, I will be here for you whenever you need me. I love you unconditionally. You can come to me whenever you need me. You know, and that's the truth. Like in this moment, he needed me. He needs my understanding. He needs my compassion. But he also needs the truth. Because you guys, he's trying to find it. And his whole life is just crumbling before him. You know, and he regrets his choices. And um, I would be lying if it didn't make me emotional because it does. I don't want him to suffer. I do not want him to suffer, but he is his own suffering. He is his own maker of his own suffering. And I think he's starting to realize that. And um, he's realizing that he also has some choices to make. One of them being, what do you want to do when it comes to me? Because I'm not going to sit and wait around for you anymore. Sorry. <laughs> you know, like, not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And um, he's never felt that. Ever. You guys. Um, I don't think I've been waiting for him. But I definitely have stopped myself from doing certain things. Because I want to be with him and do them with him. And um, that ended, you know, and I think he felt that. That's that detachment energy. That's reclaiming my energy. That's pulling my energy back. I'm going to put it into a project that I know is going to go places. Sorry. <laughs> you know? Um, and that was very freeing. And I think it made him realize, oh, she's not investing anything into me anymore. I need to figure that out. Because what I do know is that he does want to be with me. That's what he wants, you know. He just needs to work through his insecurities of worthlessness. He, his insecurities of not feeling good enough. His insecurities of not believing that he is his own source of love forgiveness, creation, healing, like he needs to go through that process, you know, and that is ascension in a nutshell, realizing that you are your own source for those own things. So the only thing else that I sent him after that was I sent him a couple videos and I don't know you guys if he's going to look at that message 
um, because I don't know if it's too soon or anything like that. Um, but I sent him a couple different Wayne Dyer type of videos just because I think Wayne Dyer is a good place to start. You know, Wayne Dyer is one of my favorites, <laughs> my favorite spiritual teachers. Um, he talked a lot about God, you know, um, he, he kind of lived, um, in the philosophy of Neville Goddard, but he had his own special touch too, you know, but he was very much, um, he, he was big into scripture and things like that. So I'm feeling, or I was assuming rather, I guess, from an intuitive space that that's kind of the best route to go, maybe to help with his awakening, because if he's listening to a higher version of God while still applying, you know, like some Christian-based concepts, which is where his ego is rooted, I, I think that that's going to be a good place to start. Um, and I sent him some Caroline Mace stuff too, or Miss, um, however you say it, because I really like her work as well. And she's kind of the same way. She's very big into scripture, very big into prayer, you know, but it's from that higher type of space. So all I know from after this event happening is this is the start of him healing. This is the start of him growing and becoming a match for me. You know, he's, he's rising up. I'm excited for it. I want more than anything for him to be okay. <laughs> like no matter what you guys being with me, secondary to him being okay, you know? Um, and it scared me because he, it scared me a little bit, concerned me a little bit because he's not okay. And I can't help him, <laughs> you know, like he can only help himself. And, um, and I know that this is the start of a really wonderful phase. I think of our connection because I can help him, you know, and, and he knows that now. Um, and it will be a hard shift for him in his life because he, he is not, he will have a hard time letting go of certain things, okay? Like people especially, you know, and, um, and, and also connecting to himself because my, my divine masculine has lived a challenging life much like me with very similar type of wounds, you know, and, um, he, he does not like to confront them and it, and it, and it, um, it's something I'm compassion, I have compassion for him because I've been there and I've done it and it's hard. I won't lie. It's hard. It's challenging, but I know he's going to get through it and, um, I'm going to be able to assist him in his healing. I can't do his healing for him, but I can at least assist him when he needs me, when he asks for my assistance. Um, and I feel like a lot of my intuitive work has really kind of led me to be able to do this. You know, I can help him and assist him now with his healing. And that really excites me, you guys. Um, like I said, more so for him. I just want him to be okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and I think he knows that I do love him more than anything. 
but I also really love myself. <laughs> so, and you got to see that too. All right, you guys, that is all that I have for you today. Um, I hope you enjoyed. If you guys want to work with me, book a healing, a reading session with me. My website is bethelightacademy.com. You can check out my services there. You can request a booking on the booking tab. You can also email me at learnthelightacademy at gmail.com. You can also follow me on the Anchor app for my podcast. It's also on Spotify, on a couple of other different locations too. Um, I would head over to my YouTube channel, Learn the Light Academy, or Be the Light Academy if you guys want um, links to, you know, the different um, uh, apps that you can listen to this podcast on. Um, And also follow me there, you guys. There's cool content on those channels as well. All right. Have a beautiful rest of your day, you guys, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.